1: Morning, everyone. Welcome to the start of a brand new week. It is Monday morning, the 4th of July 2022. Daniel Pedigree with you. Great to be here as well over the course of the next hour and a lot of sport to talk about. Rugby League, we'll do that with Charlie in just a second. We've got Novak Djokovic just about to start his match. And on Centre Court at Wimbledon as well, after a successful weekend for Australians, a lot of AFL across the course of the weekend, cricket going on around the world as well. So, plenty to talk about over the next hour. 1300 01 1170, our phone number, or 0457 if you want to get in contact between now and 6 a.m. Hot, hot, the hot topic, thanks to REAM, built tough for Aussie conditions. Hot, hot, when it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a REAM. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install. Reem, what are your thoughts on the weekends? A weekend sport? Origin team's also going to be named today. We'll talk about that as well in the next 10 or 15 minutes. Charlie Goodso is in the studio now. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure you would be. You had a good weekend away in Bathurst, I heard. I, I did, yeah. Uh, I went to visit
0: my girlfriend's parents mm. there for the weekend and it was cold and wet, but... Uh... Really love Bathurst. You ever get a chance to go there? Mm. I highly recommend it. Really enjoy it.
1: All right. Very, very good travel advice there from Charlie early on a Monday morning. Now, uh, let's look at round 16 of the National Rugby League. We covered off uh, on thir- on Friday morning, Manly 36 over the Storm 30. So we'll skip that one. But it was a good win for Manly, an important one. If you look at the latter, the Friday night games. Now, Knights 38 over the Gold Coast Titans 12. The past three weeks, you've tipped the Titans, but I think you tipped the Titans on Friday morning, hoping you'd be wrong, and you were very wrong. The Knights, good. Let, let's talk about the good first. The Knights, very good. They're 38 points. What about Edric Lee? Oh, it
0: feels so good to be wrong. <laughs> uh, Edric Lee, what a performance. I mean, I said at the start of the year that I think he would have been our leading try scorer. Obviously, he hasn't been on the park that much, but I, I guess that just goes to show when everything clicks for the Knights, they can be really good in attack. Mm. The only thing we did wrong that night was our goal kicking. Uh. Really, it should have been fifty to twelve. Uh, in all honesty, thirty-eight to twelve really flat as the Titans who are mostly dominated. Mostly, they were dominated. Mm. Uh, just a great performance. Yeah, like I said, Edric Lee, club record five tries in a game. That's uh, some NRL live uh, stuff right there on, on the on the PS two. Mm. Yeah, really, really happy and just really positive signs for the for the whole team. And I think. Milford looked good. I think Tex Hoy looked good. I think he's goal-kicking. We'll look on a wet, windy night. We we dominated. Doesn't really matter in the long run, but I think that's probably something to look at. But across the park, fantastic.
1: Yeah, and no Caelan Ponga for the Knights either. And if you cast your mind back a couple of weeks ago, they almost beat Canberra and Canberra. They probably should have. So... I know it's only a win against the Gold Coast Titans, who we're going to talk about in just a second, but it's still an important win. They've got South this Friday night. So that'll be a tricky match for them, but a confidence booster, which uh, they desperately needed. Uh, the Titans, rumours yesterday that Justin Holbrook, their Gold Coast Titans coach, is under pressure. I'm not surprised. We talked about this about two or three weeks ago. That They're sitting last at the moment, and it has to be, out of every of the, the bottom teams, I know there are some teams you didn't expect to be in the bottom eight at this part of the season, but... They have to be the worst of them. They were awful again. Really bad. I I don't know how we let them score two tries. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, not surprising. Yeah, I think maybe four or five, maybe even six weeks ago, we talked about Mm. how they're disappointing against that. uh, I think that match against the Cowboys when Mm. when they had a lot of Origin stars out. Yeah, really, really bad. They're going as worse as any team at the moment are. So... Danger signs for Justin Holbrook.
1: And especially considering that a lot of people had the Titans in their top eight. Which uh, I have
0: no idea why. I have no idea why.
1: Well, they played well last year. They got into the top eight last year and almost beat the Roosters to get to that second week of the finals. But maybe we're seeing that they probably potentially overachieved a bit they last year. They absolutely did, I reckon. Uh, so good win for the Newcastle Knights. This other game on Friday night, Pat. This 26 over the Sydney Roosters 18. Uh, I went out there. Uh, still a lot of... I don't know what the official crowd was, but it was quite... Busy for a rainy Friday night. Panthers, again, uh, just too good. The Roosters, though, I think they showed some very good signs. We'll talk about the refereeing decisions in just a second. Uh, At one point, the Roosters were leading 18 points to 14 in this game. And I think it shows two things about the Roosters. It it shows they're they're, they're still better than where they are sitting on the ladder, but they just lack that killer blow. They were able to match it with Melbourne a few weeks ago, matched it with Penrith, but at the moment, they're sitting 10th on the ladder.
0: Yeah, and they're definitely better than a side sitting tenth on the ladder. I think it's just a a case of they come up against some really tough teams. Mm, mm. Uh yeah, uh, with twenty minutes to go, I thought the Roosters was gonna do it and mm. we're gonna really hold down and, and win, a fight at a gritty win in Penrith as mm. well. But you just can't write off a champion. I think the Panthers just they know what works. They know how to break down teams and they just they, they did it late and I think Trent Robinson's comments after the game, personally, I didn't really see this game as a horrendous officiated game. There was that call against Veros, which oh. was which was the worst, I might agree. But outside of that, I can't recall too many bad decisions or, or decisions that went against them that I thought were howlers. So I thought that was an interesting comment after the game. I think, yeah, it's a lot to build on from the Roosters, but it was so obvious they were missing that Kyrie type of player. And it's really unfortunate where he's at the, at the moment, mm. and wish him the best. But I think Manu at five eight was great. Yeah, I, I think that's a really great um, card to have up your sleeve for later parts of the season and even in the future. Uh. Unfortunately, they played amazing. They just don't get any reward from it, which is the worst way to lose a game.
1: And I was talking to a friend over the weekend. To beat Penrith, um, you have to have everything go your way. You have to see Penrith be a bit off. And even then, you may still not uh, mm. beat them. On the refereeing decisions, so I thought the Verils won. Uh, was, uh, I don't know how that's a penalty. But I think the problem with that as well was impacted that it was 90 seconds before half time. The Roosters had defended and then they conceded a try off it. And I also thought the Angus Crichton sin bidding, not so much the sin itself, but going back five tackles uh, after the Panthers had played and lot, then lost the ball. That, I think, upset people at the ground and Roosters fans more than the actual sin itself. It was a weird one. I haven't really seen that happen before.
0: Yeah, I, I think now you it, that you mentioned it. That one was also probably another one you can chalk up to... A bit of a strange one. Uh, I don't think it dominated the game,
1: though. No. Is, is the only thing. Uh, so Joey Marno, I agree with you, good at 5-8. There's still a few no no one really knows what's happening with Luke Keary. They've got the Dragons in a four, they've got the bye this weekend and the Dragons up at Gosford. They're hoping to have uh, Hargraves and Matt Lodge in the team for that game. Kirie not sure what's going on there. And it's an important week, uh, important month for the Roosters. They've got the Dragons, Manly who are all contesting that sort of 7th, 8th position. Then they've got the Broncos and the Cowboys bed in Sydney. So I think within the next month, we'll know if the Roosters are going to be in the top 8 or not. Let's look at the Saturday matches. Sharks 18 over the Bulldogs 6. Look, I know Bulldogs fans will be disappointed they didn't win, but still, from where they were earlier on in the season to now, uh, they only lost by 12 points, and it was atrocious conditions. Important win for the Sharks, though.
0: Good win for the sharks. Yeah, it just one of those wins where you just bank the two points. Yep, and and for finals so you can you know push for that top four spot. I agree. Awful conditions. Yeah. I, I was in Bathurst where it wasn't that much better, mm. uh, conditions wise. I flick on KO, have a look at the ground, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like, it, it, it'd be a lot of fun to play mm. those sort of games. Mm. I was I was really impressed with the last ten minutes of the first half in the Bulldogs. Mm. That constant attack and. Still want to go from Newtown's lines. Um, They were kicking early. Yes. Especially in in those final few sets when there was about a minute to go and they were on the Sharks' try line. I thought that was really clever, and it led to a try, obviously, as well. I think for the Bulldogs, look, there's not too much to read into this game in terms of form-wise. I think, yeah, definitely you played a a lot better than you have in previous games. So I won't look too much into this game. You lost by 12 points to a side that's pushing for top four in awful conditions. So we're looking how well you play, and you played well. So... That's a positive.
1: Where do you put the Sharks at the moment? They We had this discussion last Friday on the show. They're an interesting team because uh, they're within the top four at the moment. They're fourth at the moment. But they haven't been setting the world on fire for a long time. But they are still winning most of their matches, which is important.
0: Yeah. And if you you just finish top four, you give yourself a chance. Mm. Um, So that's good. They keep on banking those wins. I don't see them winning a final if they fall out of the top four. Mm. I, I think they're a real one of those danger sides where if you're 7th uh, or 8th and you come against the Sharks in finals, you, you give yourself a real chance. Mm. They finish top four, they'll give as good a chance as any team to to win. I just I see them maybe winning one final, but yep. not too much from there. But that's okay. I think um, they're, they're
1: building for the next few seasons. We'll see what well, they can do. Cowboys 40 over the Brisbane Broncos 26. Entertaining match Uh, the Cowboys at one stage of this match threatened to run away with it the Broncos fought back but I think it probably shows where these two teams are at I think the Cowboys are a better team than Brisbane and that's nothing against the Broncos who have been sensational this year as well and uh, rightly deserve their place uh, very much so in that top eight but the Cowboys they're just playing some really good football and at home they're going to be very hard to beat if talking about the top four if they do manage to hold down one of those top four spots when we hit finals time
0: yeah, I, I said in, a, in our preview uh, last week that I thought this would be a high-scoring game, uh, and I was proven to be right. right um, yeah, uh, congrats to me. <laughs> um, yeah, Cowboys, really impressive. There was one moment that was highlighted. It was towards the end of the first half where someone Cobo, had that run, uh, and uh. you could see there was a screenshot where you could see five Cowboys players all chasing back, trying to haul him in, which just goes to show... The attitudes have changed at the Cowboys. The standards that they have, they really fight tooth and nail. So I, I agree. I think they've sewn up a top four position. The Cowboys, and I, I I've been on the record saying I don't think they're that step above uh. um, the the Storm and the Panthers. I genuinely think they could make the grand final. I, I think they can beat any team on their day, uh. and, and I think every every year there's a shock in the prelim. Mm. that no one sees coming, I think the Cowboys could cause that shock and make a grand final appearance. We
1: may replay this in about two or three months' time and uh, see what happens. Well, they're currently, I'll go through the whole ladder in a second, but they're currently on the same number of points as the Storm, 24 Mm, points. Exactly. Doing very well, the Cowboys. Big call there from Charlie. Final game on Saturday, Rabbitohs 30 over Parramatta 12. Look, Souths were very good. I thought Latrell Mitchell's inclusion back into the team was always going to help them. Um, the Eels, I don't know where you put them at the moment. They were pretty poor on Saturday night, good against the Roosters a fortnight ago, lost the Bulldogs the week before. They're such a talented team on paper. We can see what they can do, but I fear their season is slowly slipping away if they don't change things pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, Eels fans are ears! I'm about to say something you won't like. <laughs> Stick a fork in them, they're done. They, they, they can't win the premiership at, at all. I, I don't see them really progressing past the first week of finals. If they make finals, they'll be making up the numbers. They're going to get exposed. You've really... I think this game was the sort of game that... really. Let's see where they're at. They're coming mm. against a side that's pretty much on the same level them on the ladder, and they blew it. They blew it big time. And I think the Rabbitohs... All all the headlines will, of course, be about Luttrell, Mm. and he played really well. I thought Lachlan Elias bounced back Mm. really well from that hooking a a few weeks ago now. Um, I think that origin and rep round um, week sort of helped. Mm. Uh, It kind of slid under the radar that, uh, you know, he was dropped and now he's back. Played really well. A really, really great resilience from a young kid who's just starting his NRL career and being the helm of uh, the Rabideaus attack, so... Really well done. And for the Rabbitohs, good win. Really good win. Mm. Important win for their
1: season. Ed, it's going to be interesting to see if South Sydney can back that up over the next few weeks with Latrell back. Just quickly, what did you make of Latrell's call to pull himself out of origin? I
0: thought that was fantastic maturity Mm. as well. I think he was every bit to be included back in the origin side. Personally, I don't think he should be in there just because he's a bit underdone. He hasn't played a lot of footy. I thought that was a really mature move to be like, I just want to be – Here for my team, my club, for the Rabbitohs, who had a really poor year uh, by their standards last year. And with Latrell back, anything's possible. So I thought that was a really smart move from Latrell Mitchell. And he'll be back in the origin stage very quickly, no doubt.
1: And important for him to look after that hamstring as well. Exactly. uh, And be there for the finals. The two games yesterday, Warriors 22 over the Tigers 2. Just great scenes coming out of New Zealand back there for the first time in two and a half years. Uh, I'm glad they got the win. I would say that this game didn't really uh, – look, it was a decent performance by the Warriors. I, I was worried 20 minutes into it when they had had a couple of chances. A trial uh, – well, I think definitely one trial was denied. And the Tigers seemed to be staying in the game, but the Warriors, too good, defended very, very well. I was very impressed by that. The Tigers, though, I know it was always going to be a hard task to go over there, beat the Warriors on their return game, but they offered little to nothing in attack.
0: Yeah, the Tigers had one job uh, to do in this game, and they did it very well. They had to lose and lose badly (laughs) for the Warriors' sake. Yep. I think one of my mates in a group chat is a diehard Tigers fan. He said, we have three playmakers on the field currently Uh and can't generate anything Uh Uh attacking-wise. And that sums up the Tigers. They have no clue. Absolutely no clue. 22-2 to two mm. is an embarrassment. Mm. When you come against the Warriors side, albeit at Mount Smart Stadium mm. in their return game, mm. to offer that, to dish up that, no one at Cameron Surrell, though, doesn't want a bar of this team. Who would want to coach this team? They're a nightmare at the moment. And you say the Gold Coast Titans are bad. Well, the Titans have the buy next week, yep. so they'll get that two points. The Tigers are just going to... They're going to finish next round last, and I don't see
1: them going up from there. Yeah, Tigers have the Eels on Saturday. Well, who night. knows? They might actually win that game that, against the Eels. They could. And that's the really weird thing. We saw what the Tigers can do yeah. when they beat the Eels, when they beat Souths earlier on in the year, but they seem to have gone even further backwards in the past month. And that's nothing against Brett Kamorley, but something's not right, and they just lacked any sort of options. I would say just quickly with the Warriors, though, they've got, I think, four more games at home. They probably they're, I think the next one against the Storms, so that is going to be tricky, but they're a different team at home.
0: Yeah, exactly. I you can just see the enthusiasm and the joy they had playing as well. And the crowd was fantastic as well. I, I don't know if you saw that clip of the bloke doing the shoeing. Yes, yes. Yep, yeah. it's doing the rounds. Uh, just really great scenes. And, um, yeah, hopefully this can kickstart a bit of a mini resurgence because I think they're a better team than what we saw in that last two months when they were based in Redcliffe.
1: Right in front of Stacey Jones, that was. Uh, final game of the weekend, Dragons 12, Raiders 10. In Again, pretty poor conditions at Wynn Stadium. Looking port it win for the Dragons. It, uh, seats them stay inside the top eight. I thought they played well. They handled the conditions a lot better than Canberra did. I will say that last play was contentious, but... Uh, I suppose at the moment, it is the rules, although I can understand why the Raiders fans were upset about that. But all in all, I think the better team won yesterday. I thought Ben Hunt was very good. You know who I think did struggle was Jack Wyden. I thought he had a pretty poor game. I still think he'll be in the side, and the New South Wales side when it's named later today somewhere. But uh, he was pretty quiet. Dragons, important win. They keep their season rolling on.
0: Yeah, really good win by the Dragons. And again, uh, one of my mates was down there at uh, Wollongong yesterday in the pouring rain and to Mm. him i salute him yes uh braver man than i he's a massive red v fan and that was a really gutsy performance and on the steelers 40th anniversary Mm. as
1: well that was a very steelers like performance Mm. did you see the two guys on the hill um up at the top of the hill i think they're two canberra fans i think they're the only two uh, people there and they stayed there for the whole game it was very brave the fans are great. How
0: how good is it having fans Uh, (laughs) at games? You you see scenes like that as well. And yeah, Ben Hunt, uh, we saw a couple of weeks ago that he was leading the, the I think when it went behind closed doors, uh, I think it's a chance. uh, I think it's a real chance. I I think the benefit is that there aren't many players sort of stealing votes from him uh, um, every week at, at the dragons. They, they're not to say that, they're hopeless players on his team. But I, I don't think they're the match winners that Ben Hunt has proven himself to be. So I, I think there's every chance to win the Dallium. I think for the Raiders, yeah, Jack Wynum did struggle, which, which is fair enough. He'll be in the origin side. Uh, I think the conditions wouldn't have suited anyone yesterday. Um, and for the Raiders, I think that's probably them done f- uh, for the finals race, uh, I think. I think they really needed to win those games. They can't afford to lose too many games. So, Yeah. But I wouldn't read too much into it. It, it two really tough teams. Uh, going at it in a in a great slugfest on a Sunday Arthur which is just classic rugby league in my mind.
1: And I was watching Channel 9 yesterday. Phil Gould was saying kick early as well, many, many times in the wet weather. So maybe he's been listening to Gary from Newtown. Uh, yeah, the Raiders currently in the 11th position. Thank you, Charlie. We'll speak again on Friday. We'll preview a shortened round of the NRL and Origin not too far away as well. Thank you very much. And uh, up the Knights. Uh, yes, exactly. There you go. Very happy man. And who can blame him? The Knights finally getting a win. Let's just go through the ladder before we take A break at 18 past five. The Panthers lead the way, and you would think uh, on 30 points they are probably. Uh, going to win that minor premiership unless a minor miracle happens. Storm in second on 24 points. But as I mentioned with Charlie, the Cowboys also in 24 points. Uh, They're in third position, rounding out the top four, the Sharks on 22 points. Then we've got the Broncos on 20 points in fifth position, along with the Eels on 20 points there in sixth. The Rabbitohs with that win on Saturday night go to 18 points there in seventh. The Dragons round out the top eight on 18 points. Outside of the top eight, Manly in ninth position on 16 points, The Roosters in 10th position on 14 points. The Raiders also on 14 points. The Knights with that win, they go to 12 points and are in 12th position. The Warriors up uh, to 13th position uh, on 10 points. The Bulldogs on 8 points. The Tigers on 8 points. And the Titans last on 6 points. However, that later will... Uh, change a bit next weekend because there are a lot of teams uh, with the buy, so uh, we'll have a, probably a proper ladder, if that makes sense, after next week when every team has had the buy. The Warriors, the Panthers, the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Bulldogs, the Titans, Manly, and the Roosters, all with the buy this coming weekend. It's 20 past five. After this, we'll have a look at what else has been making news in sport. We'll give you a Wimbledon update as well. Keep those texts and calls coming in. I'll get to them in a second. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is 20 past 5. At 24 and a half past five, we'll update you on Wimbledon in a second. Don't forget, though, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest, Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. 25 past five, 0457 736 1300 01 1170. 1, Yovel Truman's been in touch saying hi, Dan. A good weekend for being stuck inside and watching sport. Yeah, if you're in the Sydney area, uh, do be careful that rain continuing to fall uh, this morning. A great win for the Wallabies. Yes, they played very well. I think what was it? 30 points to 28. Good to see four Aussies through to the round of 16 at Wimbledon. Yeah, fantastic. And then it capped it off with 8 out of 8 in the NRL tipping this round. Uh, yeah, don't think I got 8. Uh, but well done uh, to you, Jo Volk Yeah, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. If you want to get in touch, let me know what you thought of the sport over the weekend. Uh, also, a story about Tim Sheens in just a second for you. But let's have a look at what is happening at Wimbledon. Thanks to Hume Tennis. Perfect also for interstate tennis groups travelling to Melbourne. Check out Hume Tennis dot, com dot before we get on to the australians a few of the matches that have been played overnight david goffin threw in a uh, five setter uh seven six five seven five seven six four seven five in the round of 16 against uh, tfo uh, some of the other results heather watson went down which would have been disappointing uh, for the great british and the english uh, fans there and just uh, some other results Sydney. Uh, the 10th ranked seed, he's through as well. One in four sets 6 1, 6 4, seven, uh, 6 seven, 6 3. So he is through to the next round as well. And we've got Novak Djokovic on court at the moment in the first set, and he's dominating at the moment. Uh, he is leading four games to one in the first set there. So you'd expect Novak uh, to go on and get through to the next round, but we'll keep you up to date with that. Joval treatment mentioned the Australians in action. Alex Minaur will be on court tonight against uh, Garin at 8 p.m. I know a lot of the news yesterday was focused around Nick Kyrgios, but Minaur doing very well. Uh, sort of flying under the radar in terms of Australians. So we'll see what he can do. Uh We're also looking forward to Ayla Tomlanovic as well. She's going to be on a uh, hard game against Elise Cornet at 10pm, around 10pm tonight. And Nick Kyrgios, if you want to stay up and watch it, he'll be on at around about 10.30 against uh, Nakashima from uh, America, I think it is. So that is going to be a very, very uh, interesting match. He got through Tsitsipas. We know that. So let's see if he can continue uh, to, well, succeed. Uh, a few people tipped him to do well in uh, this year's Wimbledon competition. So uh, he managed to get through Tsitsipas, and that was a heated match, wasn't it, on the early hours of uh, Sunday morning, yesterday morning. Uh, four sets, Nick Kyrgios, and now having to get uh, got past Pass. Has a fairly... Well, no match is easy, but has a decent draw. We saw him pull out of the doubles, didn't we, um, last week? He's taking this seriously into the second week. We'll see what he can do uh, playing tonight. Uh, uh, Kubler as well, another Australian up against another American. He's also flown under the radar. He on court at about 11.15 tonight. Some of the other matches, Simona Halep will be in action and Rafael Nadal also in action tomorrow morning. Uh, So lots to look forward to in terms of Wimbledon and we'll keep you up to date with that Novak Djokovic match. As I say, he's 4-1 up at the moment. That's thanks to Hume Tennis Perfect. Also for interstate tennis groups traveling to Melbourne, check out humetennis.com.au and Brett Phillips will be along later on in the breakfast show to let you know what's happening there. Just before a break, West Tigers legend Benji Marshall wants veteran four-time premiership coach Tim Sheens to consider taking over as head coach of the West Tigers. Now, his comments come as we spoke to Charlie about the Gold Coast Titans. They're on the verge of sacking Justin Holbrook, who had become the fourth NRL coach axed in yet another season of uh, carnage. However, Benji says about... Um, Tim Sheens that the best way forward is for his 2005 Premiership winning coach to step back in and mentor a young coach like Brett Kamali to then become a long-term fix. He said yesterday, I think Shinji should do it, especially with the kids he's got. He's the best I've seen with kids and just teaching them the basics of the game. It's not a bad idea and he could mentor someone along the way. I've got no doubts he could still coach at NRL side, and if he's interested, he should go for it. He's the same age as Wayne Bennett. Um, Tigers fans, I don't think that's the worst idea I've heard. 0457736736 or one eleven seventy. It would obviously depend if Tim Sheen's wanted to do it, but obviously has a big role at the Tigers with his current role. So it wouldn't be the worst option for the West Tigers if he did want to uh, step back in as charge of the Tigers for a year or two if you are a Tigers fan or even if you're not your thoughts on that I, I don't mind it 0457 we know how much success he's had in the past coached of course the Tigers to that 2005 premiership not a bad idea from Benji 0457 your thoughts on that or 1300 01 11 it's 5 30 you're listening to Tradies News in a nutshell we'll take a break come back with more At 6 to 6, we saw yesterday the Warriors return home. The NRL and the Warriors are working on a plan to rebuild Rugby League in New Zealand by flooding the country with unprecedented levels of content that includes all-stars, test matches and more NRL games than ever before. The survival plan has emerged amid the confronting reality from the Warriors CEO Cameron George that the club's three-year absence from New Zealand will take years to get over. So they're looking at uh, playing the NRL Maori versus Indigenous all-stars there to be played. there. also on the agenda is the NRL's plan to bookend the 2023 season in New Zealand by rekindling the rivalry of International Rugby League between Australia and the Kiwis, as well as Pacific Nation teams with end-of-season test matches. The Kangaroos haven't played the Kiwis in a test match since 2019. Obviously, we've got the World Cup at the end of the year uh, this year, but that's very important. Uh, Good to see Rugby League back in New Zealand, and it was fantastic uh, to see the scenes last uh, yesterday at that sold-out venue. Thank you for your company today, 311. 70 Sydney. Jimmy Smith and James Magnuson to take you through the breakfast show after 6am on 693 SENQ and 1620 Gold Coast. We pattern heels after 6am and after 8am they will join Jimmy and James. You'll join Jimmy and James along with Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith. Thanks for your company. Breakfast next after the news and I'll catch you tomorrow morning from 5am. It's Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Big Footy Final Sale can't last. Visit tiepower.com.au now. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, stuff is helping mental health too. Find stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.